Thank you for joining us here for Reverend Warren's sermon titled, On Your Mark, Get Set, Go. Our liturgist today is Wendy DeVolt. The special music is an anthem sung by the chancel choir titled, Sing to the Lord. Our scripture reading is taken from Philippians 3, 12 through 16, and our gospel reading comes to us from Mark 6, 6b through 13, and then verse 30 through 32. The scripture reading is from Philippians chapter 3, verse 12 through 16. Let us listen to the word of God. Not that I have already obtained this or have already reached the goal, but I press on to make it my own, because Jesus Christ has made me his own. Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Jesus Christ. Let those of us then who are mature be of the same mind, and if you think differently about anything, this too God will reveal to you. Only let us hold fast to what we have attained. This is the word of the Lord.
gospel reading comes to us from Mark chapter 6. Let us listen to the word of God. Then Jesus went about among Then Jesus went about among the villages teaching. He called the twelve and began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over the unclean spirits. He ordered them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and not to put on two tunics. He said to them, Wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave the place. If any place will not welcome you and they refuse to hear you as you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet as a testimony against them. So they went out and proclaimed that all should repent. They cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. And then verse 30, the apostles gathered around Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. Jesus said to them, come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. For many were coming and going and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a deserted place by themselves. This is the word of the Lord. Today, we're doing a sermon series called On Your Mark, Get Set, Go, and today we're talking On Your Mark, okay? We're on this race. Pastor Jonathan, me, I'm going to be gone for the whole summer. Is that weird? That's kind of different, huh? What's going to happen? What do you do when you're gone for the whole summer? Is church going to be, like, are we going to close the doors? What do we do on Sundays? Will church still be church? Yeah, we're going to have church still. There's going to be all kinds of things happening. I think there, there's a, a messy church Sunday on one of the Sundays. There's uh, all kinds of fun, different things happening. So guess what? Is the church the pastor? No. Look at all these people. The church are all the people. Right? You're part of the church, and you too, and you, and you. We're all part of the church. So we're getting ready for this race, and the pastor's going to be gone for a break, take some rest to be with my family, and then there's also going to be someone special coming, the Noonan family. They're from Scotland. And we saw, our family saw them on a Zoom video. You guys know Zoom. So we had to go there six hours different, And they have two boys, 11, his name's Gregor, and Robbie, he's 17. And they're going to live in our house, and they're going to drive our car, and they're going to hang out with this church family, and they're going to kind of, they're going to find out why America's so fun, aren't they? And Jacksonville's really fun. And so they're going to check out all this stuff, and guess what? I could, I could understand about 75% of what he said. And he was speaking English. You know, a Scottish accent? And he can speak really fast, Mr. Uh, Pastor Gary. Um, and I was thinking, what is he saying sometimes? 
And then I'd think about it for a second. I said, I know what he's saying. Yeah, I can hear what he's saying. I'm not good at accents. So he has one, though. And we have an accent. Did you know that? So they're not going to understand what I'm saying sometimes. And even though they have English, they have Scottish English or British English, right? And we have American English. Even in America, there's different kinds of, like, parts of the... We're in the Midwest, so we have a different accent, too. So, on your mark. Do you think we're ready for this? We're getting ready. Yeah, we're not ready just yet. We're not ready. I was thinking about that just a second ago. I thought, this is my last communion. For a few months, I mean. Like, not forever, but for a few months. That's different. Am I okay with that? A little... Not a little. Are you okay with that? A little, not a little. But there will be people leading communion here. Pastor Gary will lead communion in July. And you'll know all the words, even if you can't understand it all. Okay? So on your mark. So I think what we're going to do after we do our prayer is we're going to get on the mark, and you guys can go to... Uh, godly play. That's right. Wouldn't that be fun? But don't outrun your teachers, okay? Just walk very fast, okay? (laughs) You want to run. Of course you do. You got way more energy than me. That's wonderful. (laughs) Okay. On your mark. Wiggle those fingers. On your mark. Get ready. Put them together. Dear God, we thank you that you love us. Help us in this race. We're not ready just yet. But you're helping us all the way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It is countdown time, 18 days, three Sundays, and then this three-month sabbatical begins. May 25th will soon be upon us. Now, the question I have in the back of my mind, are we ready? Like, ready, ready. Uh, This pastor is going to leave for 13 weeks, and part of the grant stipulation is that I let everything go. I completely unplug from being a pastor here. No calls, no emails, no funerals. And if I'm being completely honest, it sounds both wonderful and terrifying at the same time. In the book Planning Sabbaticals, it says that a pastor doesn't deserve a sabbatical any more than anyone else. It says this, in an ideal world, every worker should get a sabbatical to get recentered in the things that make a vocation worthwhile. Think about that. Sabbaticals can re-energize and refocus workers in a whole variety of contexts, business, medicine, labor, etc. Imagine if you got a break every seven to ten years to re-energize, to refocus. It would probably make quite a difference. There'd be a pep in your step. You'd work with vigor and passion, but... That's not the real world. No business just does that. And that's why this is this gift, your support for me to do this. 
gift of time. Three whole months to unplug. Spend time with my family to rest and renew. It is a bit overwhelming for me at times, and I appreciate it. One pastor who went on a sabbatical told me recently it took two weeks to finally unwind. On the one hand, I think, two weeks? I can do better than that. Two days. But I don't think it's that easy. As shared in this book, it says, there is a kind of spiritual intensity and 24-hour demand cycle that is not, if not fully unique to pastoral ministry, at least always present within it. Pastors have to be spiritually on over long periods of time, and their church responsibilities often mean that they, and by extension their families, are working when others are resting. The emotional, spiritual, and physical intensity of pastoral ministry warrants specialized attention, not because it's harder, but because its challenges are unique. A unified renewal experience between the pastor and the congregation is a proven way to address those needs. Now, I'd imagine those three years as an apostle of Jesus is probably very similar. That spiritual, emotional, physical intensity was surely relentless. And today in our scripture, we see these apostles who are sent out by Jesus, two by two, going out into the world, healing and proclaiming and anointing with nothing but the Holy Spirit. When they come back, they tell Jesus all they'd done and taught. I'm sure it was exciting. But Jesus knew they were tired. Mark 6, 31, Jesus says, come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. Jesus provides us a model. Yet how often do we do this? Go to a deserted place all by ourselves and rest a while. what the sabbatical is for me and for our church. Ministry is both exciting and exhausting, and then COVID has been relentless on all of us. And so we all get to renew and refresh and rest. I like this phrase, on your mark, get set, go, according to Grammarist.com. Originally, on your mark, get set, go was used in the 1800s to begin foot races, and the word mark referred to the place on the running course where the mar- runner would start with a line or a set of starting blocks. Get set is a sort of warning that the signal to start running is about to occur. Though today, when a runner gets set, he usually raises his hindquarters and tenses his legs in preparation to run. And the word go, of course, means that it is time to start running. Our kids know this. You could see they were ready. They knew exactly when to go. When a runner gets on the mark, there's a lot of preparation that's made beforehand. Years of training for this runner, of being coached, of getting ready for this race. For our church as Christ's disciples, hasn't been just a few years. Our church has been training for this moment for a long time. Jesus has taught us how to be the church. This is your church. It's led by the Holy Spirit. Elders and deacons have been elected to lead it. 
Committees make plans, implement ministry. We have a pastor, but the body leaders and the body does Christ's heavy lifting work. Been training to be the church our whole lives, following Christ's apostles. Now, I originally planted the seed of having a pastoral exchange in about 2018. It was going to happen one way or another. And in 2019, I started emailing presby- presbyteries in Scotland, but it didn't go very far. So I messaged a seminary classmate who moved to Scotland, Holly, and we get to see her this summer. And all of a sudden, I got an email from the Reverend Gary Noonan. We started making plans to do an exchange set for summer of 2021. But after COVID hit, we moved it to 2022. And then we hit another snag. His presbytery didn't approve it. However, thanks to our session, we lobbed this Hail Mary and applied for a $50,000 Lily Endowed sabbatical grant. And somehow, we tricked them all. <laughs> we got it. This last year, our session and the church staff have been all training, gearing up, getting ready to run this 13-week race. The emphasis for the sabbatical is family, which is good. It's, that's what this church is, right? Family and heritage. Learning about our roots. Learning about Scottish roots. On your mark. We have 13 weeks of dynamic and engaging worship leaders all lined up, including chaplains and mission programs, even a family counselor. On your mark. First three weeks in July is the Scottish Exchange. Gary and Ruth Noonan, their two sons, Robbie and Gregor from Scotland, will swap our house, drive our cars, we'll drive his, swap pulpits with our family. On your mark. John Nelson will be full-time to help with pastoral care, day-to-day church work, hospital and pastoral emergencies. On your mark. Our session leaders, committees, deacons, staff, sabbatical planning and hospitality teams have all been training. It's certainly been a team effort. On your mark. Of course, I'm excited about my travels and time with my family, but I'm also excited about the fun and renewing activities planned for the congregation over the summer. It's going to be a lot of fun, almost so much fun, I wish I'd be here. Family counselor, and he's really good. We kind of need this after COVID. My Monmouth College friend, and now chaplain, is going to be here. Tom Logan from Marion Medical Mission, the Reverend Adam Dixon, our neighbor over here at Faith Lutheran, he's going to preach. Our own Jay Jameson, we have a messy church Sunday, an inclusion Sunday planned. Of course, I don't even get to meet the Noonans face-to-face until after. I do get to meet him in his home. But you get to meet them first. I hope you will take part in as many of our special activities as possible. So make sure not to miss worship this summer. It's going to be great. Make sure to come to the classes they're offering. Join in on hosting the Noonan family, attending some of the church-wide events we've planned. 
And you'll hear more and more about those as we go. Truly, the summer isn't just about me being gone. It's about this church doing what it does best, being a really amazing community of people, church family. So the race is about to begin. On your mark. And Jesus provides us a great model, for we all need this sabbatical. Come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. Rest a while. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you found this podcast inspirational and would like to support the First Love Ministry, programs at First Presbyterian Church, please send any contributions to First Presbyterian Church at 870 West College, Jacksonville, Illinois. Our zip code is 62650. Our phone is 217-245-4189. You can contact our secretary there between the hours of 9 a.m. and 4 p.m., Monday through Friday. Our email is office at firstpresjacks.org. That's office at F-I-R-S-T-P-R-E-S-J-A-X dot O-R-G. Masks are now optional anywhere in the church. Our in-person church services start at 10 a.m. on Sunday. Access to our online church service starts at 9.55 a.m. You can listen to these live services on our Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com slash first, F-I-R-S-T, P-R-E-S, Jacks. You can join our Facebook group called First Presbyterians with a Purpose. We have a choir that meets from 7 to 8 p.m. every Thursday night and we welcome all who are willing to sing. We look forward to hearing from you either by email, mail, or phone. God bless and may you have a peaceful and safe year.